Then at that time, no matter how much he may desire, إِذَا جَاءَ أَجَلُهُمْ لَا يَسْتَقْفِرُونَ سَاعَةً وَلَا يَسْتَقْدِمُونَ When their time has come, then they will not be given one moment of respite. So the important thing is to recognize what the objective is, what our destination is, before our time comes to leave. So that having recognized where we are heading to and what we are supposed to do, then we can make an effort in that direction. We can try to achieve that. And whatever little effort we would be able to make, Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy would then accept that. So regarding this object of life, Allah Ta'ala Himself in the Quran Sharif outlines it to us, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ That I have not created insan and jinnat except for my ibadat. What is this ibadat that Allah Ta'ala says we created this insan for? Like a person says he manufactured a car. What is the purpose of manufacturing that car? So that it will move from point A to point B. Take a person to his destination. Take a person to where he wishes to go. But now the car is not even starting. person starts a car is not moving. So it's, there's no object that is being achieved. So the person has to achieve that object. So he has to know what is the purpose. Allah Ta'ala is saying, we have created insan and jinnat for ibadat. So what is this ibadat? What is meant by this ibadat? The very first part of this ibadat is to recognize who is Allah Ta'ala. the person hasn't recognized Allah Ta'ala, how is he going to support himself to Allah Ta'ala? He hasn't recognized who is his creator, who is his nourisher, who is the controller of the universe, who is that being in whose hands is his life, he hasn't recognized it, that creator, that sustainer, that nourisher, then it is very difficult for him to submit himself to the creator. Then he will be always thinking whether he can get away in some other, doing something else. The time for salah will come. So it doesn't matter if I keep sleeping. What does it matter? Because he hasn't recognized Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala's Qudrat, Allah Ta'ala's power, he hasn't recognized that Allah Ta'ala's promises are true. And the commands of Allah Ta'ala are supreme. So life is carried on in a haphazard manner until it's too late to not do anything. The first thing is to recognize Allah Ta'ala. We have recognized many, many things around us. We have recognized the technology. We have recognized small little trivial things of dunya but we haven't recognized Allah Ta'ala and Allah Ta'ala repeatedly brings to our attention this reality that Allah Ta'ala is the doer Allah Ta'ala is the creator and that we should be searching within ourselves and looking around us to recognize Allah Ta'ala أَفَلَا يَنْظُرُونَ إِلَى الْإِبِلِ كَيْفَ خُلِقَتْ وَإِلَى السَّمَاءِ كَيْفَ رُفِعَتْ وَإِلَى الْجِبَالِ كَيْفَ نُصِبَتْ وَإِلَى الْأَرْضِ كَيْفَ سُطِحَتْ Allah Ta'ala says, don't you see the things around you? Have you ever pondered on the creation of Allah Ta'ala? Have you seen the camel? The camel was the closest thing to the Arabs. They were the first recipients of the Quran Shari. The creation of the camel. What a wonderful way Allah created this animal 
to serve the purpose that it was meant for and to fulfill the need of the people of the place. The sky created without any pillars standing aloft. From east to west, from north to south. This huge creation of Allah. Not a single pillar in this whole holding the sky aloft. We can't put two walls together without something in between. Allah is supporting this by his Qudrat. These mountains, Allah has pegged the earth with huge mountains. This is the Qudrat of Allah. And this earth, how Allah spread it from one end to the other. We walk on the earth. And it is not so soft like water that we can sink. It's not so hard like concrete that nothing can grow out of it. And the same earth, insan gets all his needs out of it. The vegetation and the animals eat out of it. That benefits him again. Have we looked at this? Have we understood it? Have we recognized the creation of Allah? Have we looked within ourselves? Ofi anfusikum, afala Within yourselves, have you looked? That how Allah created this insan? And one, one ni'mat of Allah in this insan. Has he recognized this? Has he recognized the creator of that eye? That if this eyes were not with him, he was blind, what kind of life would that would he lead? Had he recognized the creator of the eye, he would have used the eye in the obedience of the creator. Has he recognized the value of this tongue? This machine that goes on from morning till evening. And some people even while they're sleeping, they sleep talk. This machine carries on non-stop, never gets tired. Can we imagine a person is deprived of the gift of speech? What will be his life? And if his tongue was missing, how will he swallow his food? So this gift of Allah, have we recognized? Have we recognized the gift of hearing? If a person had no gift of hearing, what a quiet world he would be. He wouldn't be able to hear anything. He wouldn't be able to hear the beautiful sounds of the birds. He wouldn't be able to hear the little sweet talk of his little child. He won't be able to hear anybody saying something to him. What a quiet world he would be. Had he recognized the creator of the tongue, the creator of the ears, the creator of the eye, the creator of the heart, then he would have used all these faculties in the obedience of the creator. He would have used all this to earn the pleasure of Allah. And he would be recognizing this reality also. That in Verily your hearing, your sight, your heart, Allah Ta'ala is saying, everything will be questioned about in the day of Qiyamah. So how is he going to use all this? Will he use it in a way that Allah Ta'ala will be pleased? Or just mean he use it to just pass time in dunya and incur the wrath of Allah Ta'ala? Or just make it a means of merely amassing dunya? Allah says, this is not what we want from you. Ma uridu minhum min rizqi wa ma uridu ayyut'imun. 
Allah Ta'ala says, we don't desire any sustenance from anybody. Neither we want anyone to feed us. Allah Ta'ala says, we are free from all these things. Totally pure from all these weaknesses. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need sustenance from anybody. Allah Ta'ala is Razzaq. He is the sustainer and the nourisher. Allah Ta'ala gives rizq to one and all. Allah Ta'ala is the provider, He is the creator, He is the provider, He is the sustainer. And Allah Ta'ala has given this life. And this life Allah Ta'ala has given to recognize Him. And to submit ourselves to Him in every facet of our life. Whether it is at the time of Fajr, and the Muazzin has called Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, to submit ourselves to the call of Allah Ta'ala. And present ourselves in the house of Allah Ta'ala. And it's the time of Zuhar, to stop all our engagements, the time of Asr, Maghrib, Isha, and to answer the call of the Muazzin and to present ourselves in the house of Allah Ta'ala. That is now that we are recognizing our Rabb. Then whether we are in our occupations, in our businesses, wherever, what is the command of Allah Ta'ala regarding how I conduct myself now? What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to buy and sell in a manner that earns the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala? How can I become that attajiru saduqul ameen? Ma'an nabiyyeen wa siddiqeen wa shuhadai yawm al-qiyamah. That honest and upright trader who will be raised with the anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. With the siddiqeen, the highest rank that a person can gain after nubuat. The doors of nubuat close, that is where the doors of siddiqiyat start. Under the door of nubuat. And the shuhada, the salihin. So this how can this business also become ibadat? When a person is within the four walls of his home, how does he conduct himself in a way that earns the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala? How does he interact with people around him? How does he fulfill the rights of one and all? How does he save himself from zulm and oppressing anybody? How does he adopt the akhlaq that Nabi Sallallahu has taught? The humility that Nabi Sallallahu displayed. So this is what Allah Ta'ala wants from us. This is how we will gain that destination, that Jannah that Allah Ta'ala has promised. And the bounties of Jannah, مَا لَا عِلْمٌ رَأَتْ وَلَا أُذُنٌ سَمِعَتْ وَلَا خَطَرَ عَلَىٰ قَلِبٍ وَشَرْ Those ni'mats and bounties which no eye has seen, which no ear has heard of, the reality of which, and no heart can even imagine what Allah Ta'ala has created in Jannah for His servants. So how can this become achievable? That requires that a person recognizes Allah Ta'ala and submits himself to Allah Ta'ala. And this requires that a person makes effort on that Iman. Till effort is not made on Iman and the strength of Iman is not achieved, then everything would be just casual and life would just pass and a person's life would then just be like anything else, like a person came and went. But when the reality strikes, and a person has to now face the questioning in the grave and has to answer on the day of judgment, now it is too late to reverse anything. It's too late to rewind with life and do something better. And then he would plead on that day that Rabbir Jiun Laalni Aamalu Salihan Fima Tarakt. send me back to the world. I will now repeat this life in a very good way. I will now do a lot of good deeds. My salah will be on time. And my zakat will be discharged correctly. 
I will fulfill all the commands of Allah Ta'ala. I will conduct myself with the akhlaq that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught. I will conduct myself in the mu'ashirat and social life that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam But then the answer would be kalla. Never, now it's too late. Innaha kalimatun huwa qa'iluha. These are just words now that are coming out because you had your chance. You had your chance, you didn't do it. Now it's too late. So, Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has still given us some life. We don't know how much left. We have no idea what is the le- balance of our life left. But we still have life. We still have the opportunity to make sincere tawbah and come back to Allah Ta'ala. To make amends for whatever had happened in the past. And to become the true servants of Allah Ta'ala ourselves. And to make an effort on one and all. Because just as we have the responsibility for our own selves, we are an ummat, we are a community. We are not somebody that is for himself. Allah's Nabi taught us this by his own practical example. The Sahaba Ikram taught us this by their practical example. That had they lived for themselves and been concerned for themselves, we wouldn't have been sitting in the house of Allah today. And Allah knows best who would have been worshipping some cow, and who should have been worshipping some tree, and who would have been worshipping some idol, but they had concern for themselves, for their families, for their relatives, for their community, and for the entire world at large. And for every person that would set foot on earth, and how can the word of Allah reach him? And how can the message of Rasulullah reach him? And how he can also save from the eternal doom of the Akhirat, of Jahannam, and he can also be gaining the eternal bounties of Allah Ta'ala in Jannah. So we have to make an effort for ourselves and we have to make an effort to bring every single human being also towards Allah Ta'ala. So this requires an effort on our own Iman to come into the environments of Iman, hear about the greatness of Allah Ta'ala repeatedly, understand and realize the feebleness of dunya, that it is here with us now and often it is gone now or we are gone before it. Either we are gone, or sometimes in front of our eyes the dunya is gone. What is everlasting is what is gone to the akhirat, and what we will take along with us in the akhirat. Our iman and our amal. When a person reaches the grave, nothing else comes with him. Then nothing else comes with him. Everything that he earned, everything that he amassed, everything that he had so much of great attachment with, everything is left behind. He takes his iman, he takes his amal and and this is what will be of avail to him on the day of Qiyamah. And this is what we have to make an effort for ourselves, for our Iman, for our success in dunya and akhirat, and for the success of every other person in the earth. So like everything else in life requires some effort. Small trivial things also, a person wants to buy the cheapest thing, and he requires some effort to earn that first. Something that will gain everlasting success, the great bounties of the akhirat, the everlasting bounties of Jannat, that that will come without effort, that too can't be. That is wishful thinking, Nabi Islam says, that Allah inna sil'at Allah al-ghaliyah, Allah inna sil'at Allah al-jannah, that the merchandise of Allah Ta'ala is very, very valuable, very expensive, very valuable. And the merchandise that Allah Ta'ala has put on sale is Jannat. But that has a very great value. It has to be worked for. It has to be acquired. It has to be earned. For that is all the efforts of deen. And how we can understand what our objective is, where we are heading. 
Dunya is our objective. Dunya is a place of needs. We have our needs. We will attend to our needs. We will earn a halal living. And we will make that earning of that halal living also an ibadat by doing it the way Allah is pleased with. We will take care of all the needs in life. But like that person who went to school and he came back with the report saying that he did excellent in his sport and he was a very good asset in terms of some other activities of the school but in terms of the subjects then there's all red rings around parents are not going to be happy about that report rather you didn't participate in any sport rather you didn't do any other activities but you passed in your subjects you came with some distinctions or at least passed in your subjects then that would be worth the while what is the worth of all the other things which you still fail so likewise we will do whatever else is in daily life in the correct way but are we passing in our object in life? Our salah, our fasting, our zakah, our hajj, our obedience to all the commands of Allah Taala, refraining from the disobedience of Allah Taala, protecting our eyes from sin, protecting our ears, our hearts, our minds, our hands and feet, staying away from everything Allah Taala has forbidden, <coughs> bringing the way of life of Rasulullah Sallallahu to our lives. This is the way of that success. So for this is all the efforts of deen, the work of da'wah and tabliyah, the ijtima that take place, is for no other purpose but to remind us of our objective. Where are we headed to? How temporary this life is? And before the end of this life to make our life. This is the purpose for which these ijtimas take place. For what all these efforts take place, the ijtima that is taking place in Chandra in two weeks time, 14th to 16th of June in uh, Spingo Beach. For the same objective that we can come into this environment for that 48 hours, repeatedly listening to the talks of deen, the greatness of Allah Taala, the reality of dunya, what our objective is, and this environment where the sacrifice for deen has been made, this has an impact on our hearts. Many a person came, just came to see what's going on, but his life turned for the better. The environment has a tremendous impact. Everybody is in the same focus, in that same frame of mind, Wanting to get closer to Allah Taala, somebody engaging in tilawat of the Quran Sharif, somebody in the dhikr of Allah Taala, somebody in dua and the talks of deen taking place, ta'lim taking place. This has a great impact on our hearts. So for this, we have to now fix our time in Allah. That those two days, we will present ourselves, we will come ourselves, we'll bring others as well, and remind one another, so that every person that can come can benefit from that environment, can be reminded of his objective can then focus his life towards gaining his destination of Jannah. So that he, his family, his friends, his relatives, and the entire Ummah can move towards the objective. So inshallah we will all try and present ourselves, and we will all bring others as well. Allah wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillah.